Okay, let's talk about The Incredible Hulk, Michael. Michael, what did you think of The Incredible Hulk 2008? It's okay. Mm. It's fine. It Strong exists. disagree. This movie kicks off and it's like, hey, we all know where the Hulk comes from. Forget about it. We're not going to mention it. You know? I'm okay with that. I'm not. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you feel as though we need the, the Hulk <laughs> origin story belabored again? In this movie, yes. Because otherwise this movie has no plot and doesn't need to exist. Like, you need... It's cheap, but an origin story gives you a character arc for your movie. So okay. if you take that out, you have nothing. Nothing. Well, I might disagree with you here. Okay. Because I think it's clear that the plot... It, mm, I think where they're trying to go is that he ha- wants to cure the Hulk disease. Sure. And then by the end, he learns instead to try to control it. He learns to accept who he is, Tucker. <laughs> what event causes that? Uh, what Trace his character arc for me here. So he's off. He's like hiding, right? Yeah, he's out in the favela. Yes. A favela, not the favela. The longest like establishing shot of all time. This three minute helicopter shot of the favela. And then mm-hmm. we go in. And it feels like a Fast and Furious movie from before they were fairly good. <laughs> see Edward Norton. <laughs> Just chilling, right? Oh my god, the Fast and Furious connections. Mm-hmm. That works. Mm-hmm. That comparison works. But uh no, so yeah, yeah, we we're in in the favela. We we get the the sense that he is working to try to control his anger. Yes, he has a little uh pulse meter on his Mm-hmm. On his wrist, which is very silly because it beeps he, when he is angry or when it goes up a certain point and it's like <laughs> beep, 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 beep. it's like the most movie thing ever it's like we need to establish tension here because if his heartbeat i guess goes over a certain amount then he will yeah. hulk out so just have a beep which you know if you come into this thing knowing you're watching a stupid cartoon a stupid <laughs> comic book movie it's okay sure yeah that's fine it works it works okay. yeah that's um, the job uh, you know, he's trying to cure the, the Hulk disease. He's talking with a Mr. Blue, right? A Mr. Blue. <laughs> that stuff is all so incredibly silly. But yes, he's talking yeah. on his aim, his like pre-aim in 2008. Yeah. Like Omegle. We're on Omegle. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's on Omegle with Mr. Blue, and he is Mr. Green, and yep. there's a lot of fantastic um, dialogue happening, written dialogue, uh, which is establishing what... It's supposed to be, I, I, you know, it's supposed to show you, I think, foreshadow the way out, right? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this sure. is, this is, we're going here probably, we're going to probably meet Mr. Blue. Who is right. Mr. Blue? That's the mystery. Ooh, Ooh. do we care? Not necessarily, but, yeah. but I and think he... it's set up like that this is the, the mechanism for introducing wanting to get rid of the Hulk disorder and actually looking for it and maybe having a tangible result in the future right yes which to me feels like um i don't know the my main gist here is i feel like this is what you would do with a hulk movie but they don't like color it in or fill anything in through this Mm -hmm. entire movie it's just like bruce wants to not be the hulk anymore and there's just like a lot of dialogue where he's like i don't want to be the hulk anymore and they kind of show him working on that in a way 
they show that he's a scientist because he's working to try to cure this but i don't you don't really get a sense even through the stuff of who he is Mm -hmm. or why he wants to not be the hulk uh i feel like you if you don't know how the hulk works or what's going on here uh i don't know if this makes a whole lot of sense that's fair i think there's enough established though you know he's he tries to protect the one woman in the factory, you know, the, the damsel in distress in the fact, the soda factory. He yeah. goes out of his way to try to stop his blood from running up in a soda bottle. Right. He, there was a third thing. Unsuccessfully. He fights Unsuccessfully. that one guy. Yeah. Yeah. He says, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry because, because eh. callbacks. He call doesn't back. speak lay Portuguese. Yeah. Which is kind of um, silly, but okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think they established early on he's not he's trying to be he's in hiding for a reason. Uh, and they also established that he has something he wants to go home to. He's got a photo of or a news article like clipping or something of Liv Tyler on his desk. Right? Yes. So we get some bits of like characterization here. We know he's not a bad guy. He wants to make sure he's at least not hurting people if and take that a step further. Maybe he wants to help people. We get that he wants to cure the Hulk. And we get kind of why he misses Liv Tyler. Whose actual name in this movie I don't remember. <laughs> it should be like Betty, right? Or Becky something. Something, yeah. V, via the comics. Uh, I guess the thing you don't get then for me is why he isn't just back. Why is he in hiding? I guess I didn't get a good sense of that from yeah. this movie. You see, my answer would be that he... De- well, isn't it like a twofold kind of thing? Like he doesn't want to do damage and then draw attention to the military? But the damage one doesn't really hold up because he's in a densely populated place. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But the idea, I think, is that he wants to hide from the military because sure. they established the military wants the Hulk thing. Because they made him? They don't really. I don't know how clearly they ela- they elaborate on that because yeah. it's not until like later in the movie I feel where it's like firmly established that oh this is the super soldier program gone wrong. Okay. Right. Yes, I guess I don't know. The military man is angry, and then the other military man is angry. I don't know. Uh, I should say I really don't like the whole comic, uh, which might be coloring some of this. No, that's fair. That's fair. I don't. I don't think he's. I mm, I he, wonder whether or not there's an interesting way to handle the Hulk. Well, because he's like the opposite of Iron Man, right? Where Iron Man is like, um, he is the system, and yeah. he has a conscience, but he is the system. And then the Hulk, at least the Hulk that I've read, is just like, oh, fight the system, and he's just like this uncontrollable force, and he's fighting the military, and I mm-hmm. just. I, I think that made sense for eight-year-olds back in 62 or whatever, but I don't think the Hulk makes any sense as a, as something to... Like, I think it makes sense that there was never a sequel because I don't think you hang a movie on the Hulk because he's not interesting as a character. Right. And I mean, every time the Hulk comes back later on, it's always like a, he's he's the secondary character to yeah. something. He can have a storyline in this yeah. movie with 12 different other storylines, but... There are times... I mean, you haven't... 
there are times later on where it makes more sense. And I think a part of that also is recasting with Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Good decision. Giving the Hulk a certain kind of personality. Yeah. And some cheap plot answers. But <laughs> how do you how do you feel about Edward Norton, Eddie, in this role? Uh fine. Yeah. This is fine. I yeah. don't know. I don't feel one way or the other. It feels like he's a superhero comic book protagonist. Yeah. Like he's, he's he's like in that same plane as like original Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. The movie um, you you mean or uh Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Cuz movies. RDJ is just like charisma. He's just like he enters a room and it's like, "Oh yeah, Iron Man's here." I Edward Norton's like a blank slate piece of cardboard as far as yeah. I can tell in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. In this, yeah. No, I yeah, Edward Norton's like, a great actor. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 Just I don't think he I don't know, it's Bruce Banner, I don't know. <laughs> Opposite Liv Tyler, that's tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel bad for saying it, but kinda, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um Okay. Well I, yeah. I'm trying to steer us away from doing the plot recap thing, but what did you think of um first big crescendo, military comes in? Hulk in the warehouse at night type of thing. How we feel? Uh, I think there were some things they were trying to go for, and I don't think they worked. But okay, I like that they tried. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. I like this whole. They did the whole dark monster in a. Mm-hmm. Don't like show a monster them right in a dark place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing yeah. the whole alien thing. And yep, yep. I like that they tried it. I don't know if it. I don't think it worked at all. I think but... it worked for a minute. And then that scene goes on for nine more minutes. And uh, there's like a shot where it's just like this big tank sliding across the floor. And they do like four different cuts, you know, like four different camera mm-hmm. angles on this thing sliding. And it's like, and this is at the end of 10 minutes of action. And it just feels yeah. like this could have cut down a little bit, maybe. Do you think there's like a quota that they had to meet <laughs> for big CGI moments? They had all this budget and they were like, we have to use all this money or else it's yeah. going away. Okay, yeah, I think so. That feels right. They knew! But also in comparison to even, like, the next movie in the MCU, this is not that effects-heavy a movie, I feel like. Oh, I mean, absolutely. And then as these movies start ratcheting up, this is, like, nothing. Yeah. This, yeah. This is and honestly, in the field. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I kind of like that about it and i feel like that part of that is maybe fatigue from the big (laughs) man of steel-esque finale fights that we always get absolutely i was thinking about that during the climax of this film where i'm like i'm so glad this isn't four different climaxes happening that each take half an hour to resolve this is just the end of the movie yeah we're just having a big we have our anime fight we level a level a city (laughs) block yep and that's it and that's yes. and I like I honestly kind of like yeah I like that because it was so much nicer than here's twelve characters shooting lasers at a falling city or something. <laughs> that is the perfect description of twelve more movies we're gonna watch here very soon. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, parts of this movie reminded me of National Treasure. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. No. Not in the way I'm using it, but uh what, what is what is the the <laughs> the gist here? Where's where's National um, Treasure slotting into this uh equation? There's just like the way it portrays like New York City and 
foreign countries where it's very surface level, very Bruckheimer camera work, <laughs> just kind of like, yep. and then like the angry taxi driver just felt like it was out of like a mid nineties Michael Bay movie or something like bad boys two or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's yeah. Which yep. is, I can appreciate some of that sometimes, but uh, I guess it's just so tonally different from what I've come to expect from the MCU that I had a hard time <laughs> with it. Well, I mean, like, why, I guess, why was the, 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 the taxi thing? Let's go to the yeah. taxi thing. Okay. Why even include that? <laughs> I don't know. Was this, because, like... <laughs> yeah. I think, aren't they trying, they're trying to build up stress of some kind, right? Yeah, Liv Tyler has a meltdown. Yeah. But, like, Ed is supposed to be kind of... Because the whole point of the movie, it feels like there's supposed to be this tension where does he become the Hulk or not. Yeah. And maybe New York City traffic, <laughs> road rage guys, right? Okay. Or okay. something like that could would be your vehicle for that, and instead okay. it's just a one-off gag. But that they really... Again, I feel like they don't establish that being the Hulk is a bad thing because every time he becomes the Hulk, it like that's how he solves problems in this movie. That's true. No, and that's very true. I think like the only time you see the Hulk equals bad is really the the that opening sequence where it's him in the lab. Yeah. People are freaking and, out. Yeah, exactly. And that's barely there at all. So cuz they have this villain towards the very end of the movie, which is kind of weird. It, this feels like an origin story in that way where there's not really a villain until mm -hmm. like the last leg of the movie. But anyway, the abomination or whatever is evil Hulk, right? Right. But they don't really establish what the difference between them is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I mean, you get the sense that the Hulk is not... I think as Ed Norton is not supposed to necessarily be the villain because he goes right. out of his way to protect right. Liv Tyler and her estranged, angry military dad. <laughs> yeah. But yelling general man. Yes. Yeah. Yelling general man. But you don't, I guess. Yeah. They don't really establish. Yeah. They don't really establish the Hulk is necessarily a bad thing other than by telling you it. Right. Like right. you have Edward Norton scared of turning into the Hulk and you, and saying that he is, you have him telling people you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Oof. <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. you get these, these moments, but every time the Hulk actually appears on screen, he's just fighting the special ops groups that are supposed to be, that are clearly framed to be the villains of the story. Yeah. So. And that's just going along with that. There's just like, there's a shot during that, um, kind of that campus scene where he's carrying is it during that part at some point he's carrying Liv Tyler she mm -hmm. got like knocked out and he's like rescuing her yeah it's the camp the, the end of the campus scene I think okay that's he protects like, her from the from like a helicopter being knocked out of the sky that's so counter to the Hulk's characterization in the comics and also I feel like the characterization they're going for in the movie because if he has the self-awareness to protect the Liv Tyler, then he's not this threat that, like in the comics, he's he has he doesn't have that that sense at least from what mm -hmm. I've read. Like he's just this he's an animal, he's a monster, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so weird to me to see him basically be Ed Norton but super strong when it's applicable or when it makes sense. You know, like he'll mm-hmm. freak out and do the big fight, and then after that, he kind of calms down, but is still the Hulk. And I don't. Yeah. How do they handle that in the the more recent ones? He's like kind of he controls wild, his right? anger. He controls okay. his anger. Like the, okay. the the entire thing is that he's either controlled his anger or it's like him and it's like Bruce Banner and the Hulk are wrestling for control of the body. Okay. And okay. the Hulk has some more sentience. And That's then cool. by I mean then you've seen Endgame. By the time he's yeah. Endgame, he's like permanently Hulk and he's like taking selfies with kids. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's a good guy, bro, Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they get halfway there with this and it just doesn't feel right to me, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if they get halfway there. I think they're just yeah. hinting at, you know, there's him. this good side to him that wants to protect who the people he cares about, but at the same time he's knocking helicopters out of the sky and Yeah. And there's gotta be a pretty high body count by the end of that campus scene. So <laughs> It's it not like he's, crazy. He's, it's yeah, and I mean they even hint at it before then that there when he last ran away. There's a lot, throwaway line about a couple people who died, great in the incident. So it's you're you're established that he's like he is hurting people yeah. to some degree. But <sighs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't uh, know. how do you how do you feel about the portrayal of the Hulk as far as his design? <laughs> we'll try to ignore the terrible terrible cgi for a second here what'd you think of I mean, his design? compared to iron the man Ang Lee hulk, compared to the Ang Lee hulk i thought it looked fine yeah but that was 2003 that yeah. starts to yeah yeah oh yeah 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 hmm. but that's okay yeah i think it got where there was a they were trying to go i don't know okay once okay. things kind of become a little more cartoony, circa yeah. Avengers, I think they may be taken in a better direction. But okay, yeah, yeah, I like bright green Hulk for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, okay, okay. I'm trying to think, what else? Where can we take this? Ooh, the Hulk. He's uh, okay. The romance, right? Liv Tyler, <laughs> the elf lady, right? Yeah, yeah. Liv Tyler of Armageddon fame. Yes. How do you feel about Liv Tyler's career? Not she's to... got like a new show now. She's 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 got that Rob Lowe police yep, show. Yep, yep, nine one one. Yeah, yeah. Rob Lowe in his NFL cap at the Packers game. <laughs> oh. uh, we just dated this podcast. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't think one way or the other, I guess. She, I would, I would feel really bad about the fact that she's mostly here to cry and look sad if that wasn't her in every single one of her movies. Like and how is that her fault or is that her casting director's, like the, the yeah. casting director's fault or what's... That's kind of what I'm saying is I can't really blame her because that's her career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they get her because of that or something. Um, but there's no chemistry, I feel like, between these two leads, really. Yeah. Um, there's more chemistry between her and the modern family dude than there is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which kind of sucks because they spent so much time on that, mm-hmm. that relationship that, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of really weird, um, we can't have sex because I could Hulk out and kill you 
with my dong or whatever's going on there. <laughs> yeah. really I was into. thinking about that because that's I don't know if that's something that would ever sneak its way into like <laughs> MCU today. Yeah. 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 Hulk's penis. How do we deal with this issue? We don't know. They knew. Hmm. Oh, good question then. Uh, I had. Does Liv Tyler or her character show up at all in the rest of the films? No. That's weird, man. I know. This whole <laughs> thing is so weird. The only part of this that really moves on are the hints to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And that Bruce Banner exists. I mean, they recast him completely. Yeah. And they, there's no references to any of this. I mean, he's even got a romance, I think, with uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Through some part of it. So, like, the whole Liv Tyler part, gone, gone. completely. Um, this kind of stands alone, then, right? In the MCU? Like, there's no other movie that is this distanced from... Yeah, pretty else. much. That's weird. Isn't it? I think it's weird. I think it's very weird. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. In a way. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Like, well, because... Uh, yeah. I mean... Tonally, it's so different. It's yeah. trying to be darker. Even just like colored-wise, the whole thing is shot at night or <clears throat> you've got gritty, smudgy Hulk. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, just yeah. so... Bleed, bleeding from his breast mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He yeah. rips a bone out and stabs the other one. Yeah. And like Stanley's cameo is him dying. That's like, Yeah. Yeah. Like what's going on? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Tonally, I feel like it's off. There's things that are in this movie that definitely get filtered out of the series as it goes forward. For um, good reason. There's no no references to this movie's plot ever come up later again. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy too. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if it's officially canon or not. I think it ooh. is, but it's got to be. They wouldn't do that, right? You can't just go know. in and erase a movie out of the timeline. Yeah, Disney would never do that, right? <laughs> Those comic books don't count because they were made before 1997. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I have a bone to pick here, Michael. Okay. The dialogue in this movie. There is so much in this movie of a character going up to a door, rattling the knob, not opening the door and saying, it's locked. Like, that's this entire movie as far as dialogue goes. It's always just, like, someone stating the obvious of what they're doing to someone Mm. else. I hate it. I hate it, Michael. Hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it has one of my favorite movie lines I've ever heard where Tim Roth sits down on the helicopter and the guy asks him, <laughs> how are you feeling? And he says, like a monster. Why would you say that, Tim Roth, unless can you we, are a monster? Can we talk Tim Roth for a second here? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Best um, part of the movie. Honestly, both sarcastically and not sarcastically. Yeah. I like Tim Roth. To it. I like, yeah, I like Tim Roth when he's in these kind of underground... Like these kinds of like underground secret service world kind of roles. Okay. Okay. If you get what I'm getting at. Yeah. Wet works, Tim Roth. Yeah. 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 Like just a couple steps away from Reservoir Dogs, Tim Roth, with a little more secret agent thrown in. <laughs> That's what this movie is. Uh, <laughs> hmm. He's I good like though. Yeah. Yeah. They give him some really corny lines. 
some I'm very weird it. interactions with people. Y- yes. And but his whole it oh it's like some of my favorite parts of the movie is where he's just like running really fast because he has the monster gene in him or whatever yeah. but that the way that all plays out especially when they get to mr blue and then they have like a 10 second conversation and then he's like okay i'll make you into a monster and then he makes him into a monster and then he dies like i don't the the last tim roth is good up until he becomes the villain of the movie and then i'm like nope mm-hmm. then i'm out mm-hmm that conversation makes me laugh because there's a line where he's like, you'll be an abomination. And it, it was like, Oh God, you'll no. be a Hulk. Yeah. Do it. Uh, boy. Um, and then you lose all the Tim Roth as soon as he becomes the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Cause he's, he just becomes a big, a big CGI man. Yeah. A big CGI monster. Who's all poofy and angry. And I'm not into that. Can you explain to me, Michael, there's a scene, <clears throat> there's a shot where Tim Roth is made into the abomination. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's like a sample of the genome or whatever. It's like there's 15 different like MacGuffins as far as the science goes in this movie. But there's like a mm-hmm. Hulk blood sample or something. And it's like dripping into the scientist guy's head. Yeah, he's supposed to be. I I have to apologize because I'm not like, I'm not Hulk literate. You're not a Hulk head. I'm, no, but I, as I understand, that is supposed to be a hint at a villain in this a, a sequel movie that never happened. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause Isn't that? Yeah, they don't return to that at all. They just kind of nope. leave it there for you to get cold. Yeah. He was supposed to be uh, one of the... I, I don't remember the name. I looked it up. He's supposed to be, It's supposed to be hinting at the next villain. Spider-Man. Yeah. He is Spider-Man. Okay. But hmm. it never happens, so... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I really didn't care for this movie, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it's not great. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. It, I feel like it happened. I guess is the. Yeah. I don't necessarily hate the fact I spent the time on it. Sure. Um. I know I was watching it with my significant other, and then she stopped watching it halfway through, <laughs> and decided to like draw instead. That's something. the right thing to do. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, Michael, um, if there's anything else you'd like to talk about, otherwise I'd love to hear your notes on this one. I guess one of the things that kind of... Mm, yeah. Let me think about this for okay. a second. Okay. A there, on this movie. Yes? There's so much military... Yes. Yes. And I, I don't. It. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And there's like <laughs> the sequence in the college. Yeah. Where the Hummers are just kind of. You've got these Humvees. They're just storming over, like, common areas. They're yeah. rushing through cars and. Yes, shooting and stuff. Shoot. Yeah, and shooting and things. Yes. And it's just so weird to me. It's nonsensical. There's the part at the end where the helicopter is like, it has a Gatling gun and it's going at an apartment building because the abomination's on it. It's like, what? Yeah. They don't... That he could... says something about like, saw him in half. Yeah. But yeah. they don't establish like a reason why... Like they don't establish the general guy is crazy enough to do that or evil enough. So mm-hmm. it just feels really out of place. 
you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a like a, we're in 2008 action movie still, you know? Okay. okay. You know, I don't think we're really at the point where people are, where the plot point becomes, look at the damage we've done, you know? Okay, okay. But they, they could have, maybe, or something. Oh, yeah. Give that I guy an arc. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just, I don't know. The whole, the whole like, intense militarization in this movie, I thought, was really off-putting in a way. Yeah. Because the whole thing sounds like they're doing, like, video game-style ads, almost, for the military. Yeah. Like, look at these cool Hummers <laughs> yeah. driving over a thing. Here's the helicopter shooting missiles. Yep. Army jingle starts playing. Yeah. Yep. Go, yeah. Army. Uh, which is interesting, because Iron Man is very military at the beginning, especially. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they do such a good job with it there. Yeah. Where it's kind of like hoorah, but it's also they do a good job of showing his regret around that whole situation and what it actually means in like a real world kind of context. Kind of. Like, I mean, at yeah, the end of I'm the day, he's still like... solving problems by shooting drone missiles at things, but... Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, compared to this, where it's just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, pamphlet for the army. It's like, okay. And they got the big speaker dude trucks. What What the yeah. hell? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on. I it thought it was kind it, of... I hate that yeah. scene so much because it's it, it, doesn't, it doesn't progress. It's just the Hulk is hurt and then he overcomes it and kills the sound trucks. But why did this need to exist in this movie? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Because, I'm telling you, because they have a quota of how many stupid CGI <laughs> explosions they have to have. Put the sound trucks in. No, two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Now he has to take down this one helicopter. Uh, and, and, and I have to say, I like that we're in these what feel like smaller settings. Okay. I like that. I thought the college was kind of a neat place to put things, even if it's this big, dumb, stupid military fight scene that feels like it doesn't do much yeah i guess other than reunite edward norton and Liv tyler but you didn't need that no fight scene to do that no no um, you did not but it totally stands out in this movie where the other action scenes are warehouse and city street yeah yeah and it stands out in the mcu i think yeah because we're in these like smaller spaces it feels like yeah i'm with you um and that kind of leads me to the last point is I actually kind of liked oh somewhat the last fight okay because well partially because it was just a city block essentially yeah and i mean there are some things like the helicopter part that threw me off wildly but you've got this like power scaling to it almost it works like Uh-oh. like anime like an anime it's like anime like a dragon ball Kind of. It's just like okay. two buff guys fighting each other. Hell yeah. Which was kind of... I didn't mind it. I don't know. Yeah. And then it gets up to this like point where they're finding new ways to beat each other up with like Hulk hands. Like, you know like those like Hulk <laughs> hands you get in, totally. in stores? You get do, they, he does that, except it's a police car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or yeah, you're like... Yeah. Or you're like, he's like swinging the... Oh, I can't think of the names of them. The the bollards, like the road bollards or something, or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're like parts of a building structure or something. 
slow. It's like this is dumb, but I'm yeah. okay with this to some degree. Uh, and then just the final part of it where he like rips a bone out and yeah. goes and just uh, it, it felt like we went to some. It felt like a personal one-on-one fight that maybe we don't really get too much of. It yeah. felt kind of stupid and cartoony in a way that I liked, but not in a not like your not like a, a Saturday morning cartoon or like a Saturday night cartoon. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh um like not Tanami but Adult Swim. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for specifying. Uh I guess part of that is just me then. Like I don't need to see the Hulk punch a dude. Like I get that that's yeah. what he is. So Yeah. I get that that you would do this in this movie. It just didn't do anything for it. It kind of felt to me, and maybe this is kind of what you're saying where we've come, we've changed how we do this, but this felt to me like a scene that would be at like the end of the second act in one of the more modern movies where it's like, okay, they have their big showdown and then we take a step back, but then there's like this bigger, like mm-hmm. this massive battle at the end. And this was just, yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that's maybe why I liked it, because I honestly don't like the big, massive battles yeah, at the either. end of these movies. They're yeah. so... Yawn. They feel... Yeah, kind of. It just <laughs> yeah. becomes a, a chance to show off effects and... Totally. And uh, level some city somewhere. Yep. Like, I'm you have to you. think at some point the MCU is going to run out of cities, but... <laughs> Very true. Very true. They can only destroy Stark Tower so many times yeah okay. only so many big fight scenes in new york but uh and speaking of how this is different this feels like new york whereas the other movies don't because they're like marvel new york but this just feels like edward norton's in new york mm-hmm. or something i don't know yeah well i mean to some degree because you've got edward norton on the ground and these shots of new york city like skyscrapers and they film it they shoot it in a way where it looks like it looks like they act they, that you're in New York rather than when you you've got New York in like the Avengers or something. It's this long shot of the of the full city. Everything's all kind of shiny. Yeah, like you're playing a future, like a like a slightly futuristic city. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you're there, it's just giant monsters wrecking through buildings while Hulk punches stuff. Or right, it's all you've fake. Got it's all facade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. So, I'm with yeah. you. Okay. Hmm. This is an interesting movie uh, in my mind. It's an yeah. interesting movie to think about. Yeah, I would never, I don't think I'd ever sit down and tell someone, hey, you should see The Incredible Hulk. Okay. It's got Liv Tyler and Edward Norton. <laughs> would you tell someone who was going to watch all of these movies to skip this one? I would not. Okay. No. Okay. And that's and I think a reason is is because it seems so distant from the rest of it, rest of the MCU. Yeah, I just get a taste for it. Get to know yeah, what and happened. that's what I like about it. It's like yeah. as far as like where this sits as a cultural artifice, or you know what I'm trying to say. It just yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. It's contextually. Chastity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's bury it. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to a great movie. Like Oh, where is Bird? Where are notes? Okay, notes. Give me notes. Do you want you want to go through notes now? I did not take any notes, I'm sorry. I, it's okay, I, I did. Again. Do you remember the Universal logo? 
<laughs> I barely uh-huh. remember the Universal Studios logo. I can't think of the last time I saw it in a movie. Oh. Oh, weird. Uh. It's there. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Universal's like Fast and Furious, right? Oh, God, I don't know. But that it's like, it, it feels weird, like it weirdly absent in my film going. <laughs> Storks. Life. No, that's yeah. Warner Brothers. Sorry. Yes. Um... Do, do, do. The intro was very erratic. Yeah, we've got little flashes of Stark Industries and Nick Fury. Ooh. The 3D blood was not very good to look at. Oh, the, the CGI blood. It was yeah. really fake looking. Yes. Um, I like that. Stan- uh, sorry, I just like no, that no, no. Uh, bottling factory. That's a cool mm-hmm. little set. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Actually, and then playing off of that, yes, Stan Lee, he was in Milwaukee. Was he? Yeah, I think. Aww. I think they said a line about some guy in Milwaukee with a bad <laughs> oh, no. soda or whatever, and they cut to Stan Lee. That's awesome, I guess. <laughs> I that wrote Mr. Good. Green in quotes because he's the Hulk and he's green. Oh my God, I don't know if this is going to be a note, but they have so many stupid jokes about his pants. Yeah, they five do. times. <laughs> oh, they do. There's like, do you have the stretchy pants? Like Tucker five times they do that yeah. conversation. That joke happens more than once, oh. and it's not funny the first time. <laughs> That's all the hand. Okay, sorry. I like the line from Tim Roth about throwing a forklift like a, a forklift truck like a softball. Okay, okay. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'll take it. <laughs> More sweeping shots at the favela. Uh, that man's whole body is U.S. Army property. That's pretty good. I did like that line. And then... Yeah, right. uh, da, da, da. Talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, live and Ed have bad chemistry. Yes. Which we agreed. Lots of staring. Oh, yeah. Hum... The Humvees just drove through two parked cars for no reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's dramatic entrance for this Humvee. Mm-hmm. So stupid. It is very stupid. Uh, silly <laughs> military tropes. Silly military tropes. CGI Hulk does not look that great. Yeah. Um, while at the university fight, right? Okay. Okay. Did you notice how oh. there's like blue skies and everything? Yeah. And then it just starts raining, uh-huh. like storming uh-huh. out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like it's like bright and green. And then after you get to a certain point and the Hulk starts to run away, everything just starts storming out of nowhere. Yes. And also yeah. there's a lot of shots where you can tell everything is uh, put in after the fact, like the building and everything is not there. Yeah. It's just like shots of CG building, and it's like, ooh. Oh, and then the Hulk when he's wet, when he's like, when it's like raining and he's soggy. Go on. Okay. <laughs> it looks so bad. It looks like plastic. Yeah. Like plastic Hulk. Yeah, Iron Man uh, looked better than this movie and came up before this movie. I don't yeah. understand. Yep. I asked why the taxi was there. Was it so Ed can give anger management lessons, and then we can learn that Ed has been learning to try to control his anger? We know that already. Ah! 
I wrote the line, the mixture would be an abomination. It's good. Mm. <laughs> uh, there is... Uh, what was it? There's this continuous take, you know, where they do like the, the bird band kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right when Abomination attacks and you're following that like squad of soldiers and policemen. Okay. They have to do like a continuous take around them. Okay. And I liked it kind of because it had like this Cloverfield-ish quality. <laughs> and then yeah. it's kind of lost as things go on and, you know, yeah. he's big angry man in the street. But Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. Um... Uh, it felt like the romance was unearned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that there was a big heroic sacrifice setup that seemed unearned. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do they ever, so much of the romance is like, oh, we can't, I'm the Hulk, blah, blah, blah. Is there ever like a reconciliation or like a, do they ever? Like, Avengers writes the whole thing off by saying that that he can control the Hulk because he's quote always angry. <laughs> That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. I'm just asking: Is there a scene? Does the romance pay off in this movie at all? I don't remember. No. Okay, I don't think it does. Uh, he runs away. Yes. Okay. He runs away, and the ending, like the last time you see Ed Norton, yeah, he gets angry, but he's smiling, so it's mm-hmm. hinting it's that he's angry. able to control the Hulk. Yes. Or that he's trying to learn to control the Hulk rather than just get rid of it. Yeah. That's all you see of it. That's that's yeah. the end. And then you think they pick up on this and they don't. And instead we get Mark Ruffalo soon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what I got. I felt that okay. was wholly unearned too because it's the first you really get that that's the, the character development. Yeah, at the very end. Because all you get is that he's angry and he doesn't want to be angry, but then... He lets himself turn angry during the fight, but you don't get the impression that he wants to keep it, keep the Hulk. You don't get any impression that that's any kind of character development as much as it is just trying to stop Tim Roth monster. Right. Boy, I don't know. How did you feel about the uh, days since last incident? A little text on the screen. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yeah. I liked it. back. To zero, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, how did you? And then at the end, we get the lead to the next. Yeah, the setup for the next Marvel series, right? Next yeah. Marvel movie. I'm putting a team together. Yeah. Where's Bird? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's like breath of fresh air. Somebody who can like act and has charisma and is likable enters this movie two hours in for five seconds. Yeah. And I, I, and I honestly feel like that's kind of what this series is. This movie's remembered for in the series. That sucks. <laughs> it's really just Robert Downey Jr. in a bar saying, "I'm getting a team together." Did you send me that at some point? I feel like we've talked about that scene prior to this. We might have. Okay. It's silly. It is very silly. Uh, yeah. I don't like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in two and three starts to look like uh, like he was in a band in the '80s or something. Mm-hmm. He gets kind of glam in a way I don't really like mm-hmm. too much. Not that that has anything to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he kind of gets rid of it too. Yeah. Yeah. 
by Endgame, he is a person again, and I'm glad yeah. for it. Yeah. I can't wait until we're done with those sequels as well. Like yes. I'm really curious to go back to Iron Man 3, because I've only seen it once, and I remember it not being good, but who knows? Yeah. There's a kid. There sure is. Okay. Cool. Uh, Michael, would so, you like to put this on the list? Yeah, I feel like there's nowhere else to go with the Incredible Hulk, much yeah. like the Marvel oh. Cinematic Universe thought. Oh. Uh, this is the part of the show where we put this on our list of every movie best to worst. I'll start at the bottom and read you the list as it is now. Ahem. Ahem. The Pacifier. The Polar Express. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Hard Target, The Secret of Nim, Iron Man, The Matrix 1, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Nightmare Before Christmas, The Witch, and Raw. Michael, where would you like to put this movie? I'm feeling pretty close to the bottom. Yes. For me, it would go to the very bottom, but I'll, I'll hail with you. I would not do that. Okay. Because The Pacifier and Polar Express are on this list. I enjoyed both of those movies much more than I enjoyed this movie. That is a statement. I could not see this above The Polar Express. That doesn't make any sense to me. I could totally see it above The Pacifier, though. Okay. Because... So... Yes. What... I guess you're going to have to explain that one to me. Like, why... How is... How, is, yeah. how are they different? <laughs> uh, sure, sure. What's the, what are we weighing here? What what makes the Polar uh, Express a better film than the Hulk? I feel like when we talked about the Polar Express, there were parts where we were appreciative of the craft of the movie, and I don't feel like we got there with the Hulk at all. I think that's fair. I would say the hmm. same about the Pacifier, but I understand. I, I would not say that about the pacifier. I feel like all of the, the stuff we liked about it was in spite. <laughs> That's, fair. That's totally fair. Uh, how are you? How would you feel if we put this between the pacifier and the Polar Express? It seems like the best place to go. Okay. Okay. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, uh, oh, screen. hello. The Incredible Hulk. Done.